two books to go. And then this is over. Are you, I mean, why it's did, over. Why did you start out making me sad? I don't want to wait. <laughs> but it's fun. I'm still there. Yeah, you guys finished book one of the final AP for the oh. APA, man. Oh. Wow. Wow. In, in, in grand fashion, too. I got a You kill. might say uh-huh. that. Yeah. Zach got a resurrection, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> I Good mean, that's just how it's going to be from now on, you know? <laughs> Is it? Unless I kill Oren, right? Then, we ain't well. going to let that happen. I'm manifesting it. I'm just saying. I feel, it like, <laughs> I feel like your making someone die count is going to go significantly up, but the number of characters who permanently die is not going to change. It's, yeah, it's going to remain like, the yeah. same. Because yeah. what? It was a level five heal. Yeah. Yeah. And you get a bunch of those and they you they don't provoke. So like, whew, you can it's just, just resurrect of- all day. Yeah, but I mean, if he would have hit, kept I, on hitting me, I would have been down yeah. in the next round, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It only- you just keep resurrecting me. I'll just keep taking the hits. It's the <laughs> just die, 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 die. Yeah. I mean, die, die, as long as die, everybody die. else can keep doing damage, like, if you can resurrect me 10 times for me to take the damage off of you. Uh, or you know? just, like, keeps popping him. Like, you're fine. Like, Stop up, it. Pop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> Well, nah, the this thing is pragmatic, is, Chief. <laughs> it's going to all be about attrition, right? Like it's it's getting those spell s- slots spent throughout mm-hmm. an adventuring day, you know. And mm-hmm. we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there for right now because you have completed the book, and I want to give you guys a round of inspirations, um, just for job well done. So let's start with Emily. Go ahead and roll a d6. One to six is personal. Let's see how it goes. Okay. A six. Oh, great. All right. In that case, you may roll me a d10. Oh, la la. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got excited. <laughs> That's not correct. What happened? I rolled two d10, and I don't know why. Well, which one do you want? <laughs> You rolled a five and a two. Your Let's choice. Do a five. Five's five? in the middle. Alright. This one's from Sput. Hey. Hey. When I first heard the voice of Ziva, I became an STF believer. Now listening to this queen is part of my routine, so here's a cheer for the brothel diva. That's fantastic. Pretty good. Uh, all right, so that's an inspiration for you, Emily. Danke. Jo- well done, and you are also level 16, but we're going to wait an episode to talk about that. Don't worry, okay. but you did get your level up. Okay. All right, Josh, you're up. Give me a D6. All right. All right. <laughs> that's a six. Oh, look at you. That's look at a me. personal for you, too. Yeah, that's a, that's a personal best on uh, uh-huh. rolling a D6. Let me get a D12, please. All right. Oh, that's a 10. 12. That's a two. That's a two. All right. This is from Clueless. Clue, how you doing, buddy? Yo, what up, what up, what up? Meat Space Clue is is going by now. Force. Use the force. Believe in yourself as I believe in you. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay. 
Okay, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You also leveled up, Josh. Congratulations. Hurrah! Oh, Fell did. You, I don't know if you... Uh, you I, I will say that Josh has leveled up. I would up. say that I have. I'm not going to get into <laughs> interpersonal yeah. stuff, but like things are going really well for me right now. So. Oh, yay. That's awesome. Okay, he got a standing you. desk. Yeah, so did John. I did. I would raise it right now, but Fiona is dead asleep on an ottoman that I use as a footrest off to the side. Unexpected. And I'm not about to lift it up and scare her to make her you're, run off. So. You're good people. Uh, speaking of John, let's go ahead and get a D6 from you, buddy. All right. That is a four. A four. So that's just going to be a general. So the way this goes is you just tell me when to stop. I spin the wheel, it goes round and round, and you say when to stop, waiting on you to tell me when to stop. I'm making this uncomfortable. Keep it rolling, keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Roll Whatever roll the roll last roll. one is. Rolling, 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 rolling. All right, this is Chill from... Chill out, let biscuit. <laughs> this is from Alex. Which uh, Alex? What up, Alex? I, Alex I, G? Yeah, uh... Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. <laughs> okay. Fiddle Dee Dee, it's me, the wizard Bumble McGee. I humbly bumble my fingy wingies on my clickety clackboard of keys to write you a fantabulous inspiregatoni. Make sure you boil the water first before adding the inspiregatoni. Serves eight people and one child. Don't forget to blow on it or else it will cause a burny wurny on your little teeths. Tee hee. I loves you. Don't die. Man, that one just kept going. I thought, okay, surely that's the last <laughs> well, line. I'm no. disappointed that it ended. <laughs> Thank I you, too. Alex. I appreciate it. I love it. the implication that children aren't people. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> child? <laughs> and Adam, I want to go ahead and give you a player inspiration. Nope. Uh, because that was you did a great job not fucking well it's a good thing you don't have any authority well it's a good thing the player inspirations don't mean shit for the GM yeah there you go see okay Zach you're up let me get that D6 okay alright four four alright it's gonna be a general for you just tell me to stop okay This is from Parenthetical Eric. What up? Hey, look. You did a good thing. Maybe this will help you do more good things. Or do bad things really well. Do good shadow things. Make things more awesome. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. All right. I'll do my best. (laughs) All right. Very cool. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. So, yeah, both John and Zach, both of your characters also get a level up. Let's go to Heath. Let me get that D6. Bro, if he gets the, the six on it too, I swear we'd never get personals, man. I swear. Nah, nah, nah. You have them. You just haven't rolled them. Yeah, I, I mean, I know. I got a six. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Hey, man, I just died. Can you come yeah. off it and for I a just second? fucking saved Mike's you, life. You okay? didn't have to die, though. <laughs> uh, let me get a D10 roll from you, Heath. No, you've already asked a lot, Adam. Okay. Uh, that is a two on the D10 roll. A dose oh, from Grumpouse. Grumpouse. Yes. <laughs> As it is properly <laughs> oh, pronounced. Yeah. I believe I believe that's the original pronunciation. Yes. Uh, Grumpouse. <laughs> Grumpouse. Uh, 
It's times like this you wish your ancestors hadn't picked themselves up off the sand and started thinking. Hell, it was probably a bad idea their ancestors climbed down out of the trees and decided to stop being mammals. But damn it, you're going to make all those ancestors proud. <laughs> yeah, back when the vest decided not to be mammals anymore. It's a good way tougher than a mammal. That was about the most I don't think that the vest can like apes share a common ancestor. You know what I mean? I just got a feeling. I mean, you're I mean, far enough back. Could have been you know, in the game. You know, you don't know. Hey, speaking of though, I was listening to I think it was like NPR on the way to home from work, and they had the scientists in there today talking about how T Rexes were actually way way smarter than uh. Than we Their actually think on the level indicates. of like primates, right? Yeah, yeah, they were on the yeah. on the level of 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 you know most apes, mm. like, uh, that which is it, terrifying. Yeah, that's not, not only brains. terrifying, but also it makes you think about like how much more aware of their spindly little bullshit arms they were. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They can't do nothing they, about it. They were legit aggravated, you know. <laughs> right, right, just like, right, right. I am the smartest, most intimidating, massive terrifying predator of my era and why do i even have these you know <laughs> yeah so uh there you go there's your there's Thank your fun you for fact. sharing that uh heath unfortunately because mike was down at the time you don't get a level up you can suck my dick adam <laughs> i absolutely do level up and unlike the rest of these slackers i already have Oh, oh shit! All right, well, excuse say, me, sir. It's literally, I've also leveled up. Two decisions is nothing. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys did a good job, and I am proud of you. So there are your inspirations. Thank you, listeners, for Thank those. You. We always enjoy those. Even you, Alex. Even <laughs> you. Especially you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like Spud's poem pretty good. Spud's poem. I oh, think yeah, Spud's poem won the round this yeah, time around. That's. Yeah. Uh, Alex's was close, but mm-hmm. Spud's poem came in came in on the top there. Uh, okay, so we got some cleanup to do. All right. First things first. I if you want the weapon that is integrated into this keeper drone, by all means, you can roll an engineering check to try to get it out. It is a zero rifle avalanche class. Can we aid? Uh, yeah. yeah, although I doubt it's necessary. Okay, I just like to ask. Auto aid, just cause. auto aid. Auto yeah, jo- aid. Josh, you have higher than uh, plus nineteen well, engineering, right? I mean, I think Mike's still unconscious on the ground at the moment. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we did finish with him still so, knocked out. So. Uh, okay, let's can we, re- can we resolve resolve yes. all that first? Yeah, right. Uh, obviously, Orin would uh, would heal him. I think just. Um, uh, a healing touch, you know, mm-hmm. m- empowered healing touch, which is like fucking lot of HP. I think it's uh, five five per level or something. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you can get him up, uh, Mike. You come to again with the grizzly <laughs> with face Orin's of beautiful mug <laughs> <laughs> standing over you. Uh, what, but th- oh. but this time he's he's not snarky. He's like. You all right, Mike? He's like, I mean, he literally died and then immediately got knocked out um, and just like kind of 
you know, like concussed face is not saying enough. Um, but just like kind of rolls his head a little bit, like at cracks his neck, just just reacquainting himself with consciousness and his body, and like kind of blinks and like looks at you and is like, <clears throat> "All right, mate. Now it's getting cool and unusual." Oh, uh, Ziva would, you know, she's standing right behind him. She would have like gone down on her knees just to kind of like try and help him sit up you know mm. just and he he says that and like sighs real hard and then the faintest little you see is his big toothy uh mouth there just the, the corner of it turn up a little bit like he's cracking a joke with you it's just like yeah even well that, you're, you're welcome yeah, yeah. okay you're welcome, welcome. <laughs> would have been just fine Mike. <laughs> well where's the fun in a, a simple you're welcome that's that's not good that's not good and he and like you know y'all kind of bicker a little bit or whatever and he so, like kind of snaps his hand out and grabs Aaron's hand, uh, not his hand, his his wrist, you know, and kind of pulls him to him and says, "I owe you, for, for real." Nah, <coughs> nah, man, we're we're even. You took a pretty nasty hit for me. Don't sweat it. Well, um, what are friends for, huh? If not bringing you back from the dead. I mean, <laughs> for, for real, that's the best, that's the kind, best of kind of friend. <laughs> Hey, twinsies. <laughs> I'm starting to think I'm not either too dumb or too tough. It's just both. <laughs> oh, no, baby. <laughs> well, you know, they say if, if you're, if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. <laughs> Got it in spades. And he starts to, like, kind of roll over, trying to, like, actually get himself up and dust off a little bit. Um, and looks over to, like, everybody and kind of, like, makes eyes with him for a second. And, like, there's, you know, like, Mike's incapable of, of not kind of cracking a joke in a serious situation. It's his own, it's it's a coping mechanism mm-hmm. as much as trying to put other people at ease, you know. But, like, kind of uh, on one knee, kind of, like, looks around and just meets eyes with, like, each one of you. And, and you know, just surveys all of you and... Is the the last one is, is Kuiper, and they kind of like lock eyes for a couple of seconds, and there's a there's a, a gravity there, you know, and then uh, absolutely kind of you know just like nods and picks himself up, <clears throat> uh, probably using you know Orange's shoulder for balance. God damn, uh, son, you're heavy. I was going to say, I feel like Ziva would probably be the better, like, as far as strength goes. <laughs> I feel like Fel would actually walk up and, and, and support you, because uh, Fel's, Fel's in pretty good shape. So, so, uh, so, all right, I've been trying to stand up for 20 seconds now. Decide who's going to help, you know? I mean, Orin's got 20 strength. He's not, like, fucking fragile. Yeah, right, right. Okay, okay right. let's old get man the or anything. I have a 22, but it's fine. It's okay. not a Orin's, like, old man right, strong. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Right, Where right, it's just, right. like, you strength surprisingly strong. Fell's just going to keep his distance with his 10 strength. Oh, um, baby, uh, no. Um... I feel like this so, touching moment turned petty so fast. I'm just saying. So uh Kuiper um approaches uh Mike and hands him his Doshko. Uh since you know he fell and got uh what's it called? He says You you drop this. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, it's it's the damnedest thing. Um, there's a bell. 
and you can see the, uh, his eyes almost kind of like trying to really focus because they're almost kind of like it's almost like hard to meet uh, Mike's gaze. Um, and he's like because he's kind of in his emotions. At you, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and he's just kind of in his emotions. And again, I mean, like he's also going to try to like uh, dismiss it with a little bit of snark, you know. He says, uh, "Maybe it's a good time to retire." Hey. And he like keeps staring at you, and like you normally like like from the outside looking in, knowing Mike. Like if you heard that comment, like "Oh, it's the damnest thing." There's a bell. You'd think he's he's doing that defense mechanism thing, but he never once blinks or breaks contact. Like he's not joking. He's a hundred percent serious. Like I, like not only is it like like literally, I think for him the death is a tolling bell, but also like it's his realization that death is a real possibility. You know? Right, right, yeah. And like... like oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, and yeah, and Kuiper is just kind of... He's almost speechless because he's sitting there like playing back in his head like the times where he loved ones he, he have died, you know, but, you know, and specifically like Kristoff, even though, you know, that's complicated. He didn't really actually die, but, you know, it's still the feelings of, of mm-hmm. how raw that felt, you know, and realizing like he really just came like close to it, having like another encounter like that. And it, it's kind of like he's trying to steady himself, trying to like, you know, even just like handling this it's it's almost it's taking everything it, 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 he's got to muster every every bit of courage he's got just to kind of like you know face this you know yeah i mean i i completely understand and i at, i think you know after you know a few moments kind of observing him getting up i mean he crack cracks a very you know mild joke or whatever but i would think you would all kind of notice maybe even subconsciously like there's a difference like there's he's always been an intense guy but there's a sort of solemn intensity that has never been there before so Oren sees that look you know and and Oren just puts a hand on his shoulder and says listen man I know exactly how you feel it it's fucking weird frankly but but you're all right you're hell, you're hardy. You still got work to do, okay? Yeah. I, uh... At least I still got friends by my side. Damn right. All right. Flute this fucking scorpion. <laughs> well, before that, I want to ask uh, Emily, Ziva, you had a few whispers of, you know... And I, I, I you know... You don't even know if they were real or mm-hmm. just like trauma but like where is your head at as you you know you did kind of tap into some of that so, energy there at the end I think um, like when Ziva kneeled down to kind of like help Mike sit up uh, she stayed kneeling while he was kind of having his moment with Oren and um, Kuiper and like she's the, the chains are still out like they're mm-hmm. still like she you know, they're not in her hands, but they're still, like, circled her forearms and, like, hanging off of her wrist, basically. And, I mean, she sees, like, the blood sort of trickling down where they ripped out of her skin. And 
like she stands up and you hear the change just as she stands up and she closes her eyes and just kind of wills the chains away and she would try and do this all very quietly like trying not to get the rest of the group's attention uh, I've she- got a really high perception check <laughs> I would like to uh, make sure that I can well, well, and also you guys are connected to yeah, in a lot yeah. Of ways. I mean, uh, he noticed the chains coming out anyway. I mean, yeah. his 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 more yeah, pressing issue was no. making sure Mike was okay. Yeah, but he he cuts eyes with Ziva and telepathically says, "We'll talk about this later." Yeah, well, and and she. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but like in the like sort of round of the room that Mike made, like he saw you, you know, mm-hmm. like he he noticed and and moved from each person. Like took it in and like without any judgment, you know, moved to the next person. Um, as soon as she gets kind of that message from Oren, she you know cuts eyes at him real quick and just kind of nods super like as imperceptibly as possible at him. Um, but then she closes her eyes and she starts to breathe in through her nose and she holds it for a little bit and she breathes out through her mouth. And she does that for for about a minute, just to try and reset herself and re-ground herself in the area that she's in. And then she opens her eyes and looks back at Oren and just smiles, just a little bit, nods, just like, I'm good, I'm here. All right, he, he returns the nod. But uh, she, she doesn't love that. Um, <laughs> it, it scared her, for sure, but... She's also very much kind of come to terms with use the weapons that are at your disposal, but don't get lost right. in them. Yeah, Kuiper definitely uh, recognizes that. Well, it was an intense fight. Everybody kind of was feeling different planes of existence, whether you were phasing through them, dying into them, or channeling them. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a whole thing. Uh, let's talk about the the drone. There is only one thing to loot off of it, and it is that Avalanche Class Zero rifle. This is the highest level class of the Zero rifle that you can get. It's a level 18 item worth 410,200 credits. It deals 7d8 uh, cold damage, has a range of 60 feet, has the staggered critical effect, can hold up to 100 charges, does use 5 charges per shot, though. Mm. It is a 2-bulk weapon as well. It's big. 78 is pretty good damage. If I mean, I think mine's still 68. I, I'm obviously not going to take it, you know. You're obviously not going to take yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I I have. Orin has a rifle. Right. Oh, right. His yeah, name yeah. is Sedona. Sedona. Uh-huh. It's important to you. Yeah. 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 And you plus, it's a powered it. weapon. He doesn't yeah. use powered weapons. So I've put it in your loot list, uh, okay. and we can deal with that off air. I have the whole list of everything that's in the locker. Yeah, um, and we're going back getting the damn locker. <laughs> yeah, we're getting that fucking locker. You better believe. It. <laughs> yeah. Way too hard not to. <laughs> so God there is locker. one one more bit of business to deal with and that is the negative level that Mike has. Does oh. anybody have restoration? Yeah, easy. Easy. Okay. E- easy, Bump, easy. Bam, done. Doesn't it only last 
24 hours anyway? It only lasts 24 will, hours. Will you roll tw- after 24 hours, and if you fail that roll, then it oh, becomes permanent. permanent. Okay. Right. Yeah, I can remove a permanent negative level, too. So Either way, it's gone. I do so, have to spend... Uh, no, only when a, to remove a permanent negative level, I have to spend five resolve points. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, to, wow. to remove a permanent. But a temporary is just spell the slot. spell. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cool. Handle so that. I'll, I'll remove that negative level for you. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about the situation here in the World Seed. Um, with that, with the destruction of that bot, um, maybe fell as everybody's kind of talking stuff. You're you're still by the computer, and you can see on the readout that that. Drone kind of was the last bit of, uh, you know, defense for this. And it was kind of running, some of the code was protected within the drone. And with its defeat, uh, the world seed, like all of the security features are shut down. Which means that Bantrids. Abadar Corp, whoever, you know, like this world seat is now explorable. It's just um, open. Heat, it's open and mm. the heat the heat levels are slowly going down. But you have this reality that, you know, this is a pretty big <laughs> dig here, archaeological dig that people are interested in and now there there is nothing like preventing access to it. Right, right. Um, and so I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to talk amongst yourselves before you return to the surface, because you, as you know, um, Uso is eagerly awaiting what you find. And to kind of call back to the conversation that you had before you came here, you guys are kind of the stewards of the information that, and everything that you've learned um, about the Bantrids, where they came from, who the Civ are. And all that. So I just wanted to give you guys a chance to talk and get aligned as the APA as a group before being thrust into that conversation. Yeah, and can, so can we very quickly just, and if we need to cut this, we can. I just wanted to, the four factions are Abadar. Um, Abadar, Corp, Hib. Hib is the... the That's all one. Go- the, like new, Abadar, the, Corp, new, yeah. the new hip oh, public Corp, or yeah. something. Yeah, like, there's a there's a governmental yeah. one and Abadar, which is concerned got, with the the um, economics. Republic economics, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Abadar, yeah. Abadar Corp Hib, Unbroken Sphere, and Church of Sleep. And, and, and the, Republic of Hib. The Republic of. I, yeah. I did say that. Oh. That was the okay. first okay. one I said. So oh. the, the Church of Sleep's like a cult. Yep. Believe right. apocalypse then, is imminent. Yep. And then what's the other not good one? The Unbroken um, Sphere public. says reaction mm-hmm. to offworlder influence to Bantrid society. Uh, think ancient Bantrids ruled, created mysterious tech and ruins. Uh, they're Bantrid supremacists. Yep. Yeah. And right, access right. to civ tech that they think the Bantrid created. Right. I would really like to burst their fucking bubble. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, so where I think Mike is. Uh, for one, it's tough to even kind of come back to this sort of like political stuff after what he kind of just went through. Um, but because of that, it's just like not interested really in the squabbling about it. And it's just like, look, it seems 
fairly obvious to me the fair thing to do is to give it to the two reasonable factions and not the fucking supremacists or the death cult i don't give it to the let both of them have it so they can't we're not allied with one and then the other one's mad at us just go fair with the reasonable factions i'd be willing to bet that uh some of the unbroken sphere and church of sleep have you know agents people whatever uh, mixed in they'll all get it eventually yeah like we give it to those two everybody's gonna have it it's it's that's just how it's gonna work i think to well honestly to save face to be fair and We are stewards of this information as of right now, but it is not our history. All Bantreds should know about this. We should share the information freely with everyone in the Pactworlds, not just the Bantreds. This information should be posted as as loudly and as far as we can. And if, if we want to, to secure the site, we can utilize uh, APA personnel to assist in the security efforts. I want to remind you that there is some significant technology down here too that is, you know, the quantum technology mm-hmm. uh, is down here and you know that Abadar Corp will pay you very well for it um, but you have to decide if that's what you want to do as well and you also know that the first person you're going to have to talk to is Uso. Uso. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a Abadar? Abadar Court, yeah, the, uh, yeah. the faction representative. So somebody's going to have to take responsibility for this tech. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is either that or it's a free for all, and yeah, you don't need to have like a civil war amongst yeah, Bantred. Look, I'm. I'm kind of with the captain on this one. I think that nobody uh, deserves to hold this information a secret. Everyone deserves the truth, whether they want to hear it or not. I have to agree with you, Auden. That way, this is, this is not our fight. Agreed. As far as Abadar's interest in the quantum technology, who would be the best stewards of this? I, I, Abadar Corps would be able to secure it the most succinctly. They can pay for security, they can implement their own people here to help secure the site. Shouldn't that be something the Bantreds discuss? Agreed. It is not our decision who it belongs to. So basically, it's more or less who's going to get in here first for the equipment. Whoever gets in here first. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, so... But, okay, so there's there's two different things here, right? There's the history of the Bantreds. The information. And that, and, that, uh-huh. and that, you know, the reality of that. And then, you know, it's what, I mean, the, the technology here is the sieves. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's not. It's not banter. It's not banter tech. You know what I mean? Right. It is civ tech, and it's very dangerous. And well, it's in the pack world. but I mean, it's dangerous, but it's also pretty lucrative. It's only dangerous because it's powerful, right? And it could over like it's da- dangerous, like a nu- nuclear energy is, right? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it could be twisted and turned into very destructive force, or it could be a very powerful energy source. You know, to reiterate real quick, Abadar Corp is not an evil. No, they are not, not evil. No, no, they are not a good either. They <laughs> are they are neutral. They're, lo- they're lawful, lawful neutral. neutral. Now, yeah, well, the thing is, is the 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 um, Miss Not mm-hmm. and Uso have both been pleasant and since motives on both of them got good vibes for them as individuals. However, they do repre- represent Abadar Corp. Uso more so representing the Bantrids. Yeah. In the committee of Avadar Court, right? He's the Bantred like face. Liaison. Yeah. Um Ambassador. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean Yeah, I mean look, look Mike is like, look, we're looking at two things. We're looking at a textbook and a fucking massive amount of technology that can be weaponized. The textbook, yeah, publish it to the world. I don't give a fuck about that. The truth is the truth, and it's better if it goes out uh uncorrupted and uh, unedited right yes I I agree with all that but this technology is powerful it is weaponizable we should not give this technology to the fucking death cult it's where I'm at call Uh, me naive you know like there's two good choices and one of them I think is better than the other but there's two bad choices which is why I don't think that this is a f- first come first serve situation. This is we allow the best option to take the technology. And who's that? I think the power. Who can keep it the most safe? Think about it. What? The pact worlds. I think it's the pact worlds. I mean, this falls within the pact worlds domain. So, fell has so. been sitting back here. You know, kind of consulting with, not speaking with, but consulting with uh, records that Terry's holding for him, which are the notes that I took on these guys. <laughs> uh, so, looking at it, like Republic of Hib is the largest group. Mm-hmm. It's roughly half of the uh, half of the Bantrids, and they're a democracy. They like I don't I don't have too terribly much information on them, but they they've got a college of framers that frames questions. That they're they're curious. They are. They're they're the ones that are the most open to potentially handling this situation properly and introducing the idea that you know they were or, or the knowledge to the rest of the Bantred and not having it corporatized. So the and information for for a profit like Abadar Corps would do. So here's the deal: the information is going to benefit that faction, the Republic, the most. They're going to take the information, the history, the knowledge. What are they going to do with the tech? Because the Abadar Corp faction on HIB is trying to secure their economy. That is how you do that with technology. But uh, just to play, I I hesitate to say devil's advocate because I actually think the Republic is the best option. But giving them the technology option... 
gives them a bargaining chip that they wouldn't have otherwise, and then Abador Car- Corp has to come to them. And right. like that that, that doesn't necessarily create conflict. That might create create trade, create a trade. Like yeah, it will make them tra- work together. You know? Have we met anybody from the Republic? We've only interacted no. with and Abadar Corp ha- is the one in control of this tower, as yeah. far as all the security around it. Like uh, they, they have the the installation of people yeah. around this. So like, it's you know. the Republic is the largest because it has Bantrids. It has the largest population of Bantrids to it, but the Abadar faction has the largest backing well and if you remember the republic's whole deal is about what their identity is Mm -hmm. and the information that's about to come out is going to rock them on that yeah you know what i mean like they may not be as as and i you know i'm just involving myself in the conversation as adam here not as the gm right like they're they may not be as steady as they are now they they might feel more aligned with abadar corp hib after learning their identity and being like hey our identity is not going to get us a place in the pact worlds we do we do need them Mm. you know then fine it could be used and i'm not saying that they are going to do that there this is this is going to be an us decision about how this plays out you know what i mean like Okay, so the reality of the situation is we don't have ownership of this tech. Who no, but is we, we have the ability to give it to who we fucking want to. I mean, do well, we? That's the reality. The the tower is secure. Anybody who wants to at this point can come in. Abadar already has not, people not on the right rounds. In, I mean, yes, but they don't know that. You guys are in the in the position right now that you could either okay. destroy the tech you could they they're waiting on you to come out so like once you come they don't know that anybody can just rush gotcha. in there right now gotcha. so that's up to you guys to to decide as far as that goes you know but once you surface back up everything changes as far as uh, as as your control goes so currently we have three viable options destroy the tech give the tech to abadar or give the tech to the Republic. Uh, I think Oren, you know, during this deliberation would say, listen, I've seen firsthand the kind of fucking shit that Abadar Corp can stir up with experimental technology. Yeah. And I don't fucking trust them. I I, I know they're not the, the worst game in town, but they're not the best either. And frankly, I don't fucking like them. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I I feel like the best option is to give it to the Republic, and then this is powerful knowledge. This is powerful stuff. Abadar Corp's not going to turn on them. Abadar Corp's going to want to work with them so they can get their hands on it as well. And it wouldn't... I mean, this is just my opinion from my limited knowledge of politics and the situation, but as far as I can see, the best option is for Abadar Corp and the Republic to work together, not for Abadar Corp to have all the power and then cut out the largest representative of Bantrids that there is. And what doesn't sit right with me is just giving it to a corporation instead of letting them try and the Bantrids try and form their own government, their own home, and have bargaining chips with these with this technology to sell 
to have a dark audience they choose to do to make their own their own world to make their own existence I mean that that's that's my pick the Republic if that wasn't clear (laughs) yeah no I think we got you Phil Look, I, I, I can see the captain's face over here and the concerns that she has. Um, and look, I will admit that Abadar Court probably has more infrastructure and they're probably more stable currently, right? However, you're tipping the balance of power all the way in their favor. What the fuck do they need the Republic for if they've got all this? Other than just nominally say, like, oh, well, we made an agreement with them or whatever, but... And if they're giving, a business, why giving, should they get it for free? Right. Well, and giving the Republic real power puts them on a level playing field with Abandar Corp where they can look at them like equals and Abandar Corp has to look at them like equals to some degree. I, I think that's the smart thing to do. Not that I'm particularly knowledgeable about what is smart, but it feels right. And that's, that's my two cents. So one thing I just want to clarify is that Abandar Corp and Abadar Corp Hib are kind of different things in the sense that Abadar Corp Hib are Bantrids who decided who they decided to align themselves with Abadar. Sure. And, and like because they they those Bantrids feel like economic security is the quickest way to a pack world's seat, which is what both Republic and Abadar Corp Hib are trying to do is get representation on the pact worlds so that we have a meeting with both of them that's what i've been thinking about is there any way that we can god well i mean i you know the 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 main thing is you're gonna have to talk to uso first yeah that's and the so thing. Like, we have no contact with the republic yeah. And I, the reality of it is, and I know this, this y'all don't give a shit about this, but Ziva would be thinking about this a lot. Yeah, because this affects her career. Going against, you know, Abadar is, I mean, they're players, you know, they're big players. And we've already made good strides with their representatives here on HIB. So that's why Ziva's kind of like, we have no, we got no guy with the Republic. They're also know. the ones that hired you to do this job, by the way. Yeah, Abadar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had the money to, because they're tied with Abadar. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I look, like, I, like, <laughs> I, uh, I'm so torn about this because, like, I love you, Emily, and I hate where you're coming from so much. I, but like, <laughs> like the compromise in, in my mind is like, yeah, okay, well, if Uso's the first person we're going to talk to, then. We fucking go out and tell Uso, hey, it's done. Set up a meet. We need to talk with you and with the Republic. I have, I I will not stand for just wholesale giving this away to Avatar Court. We can, we can do a meet, and if there's a way to compromise and give it to both of them, fine. But if we just give it away to a corporation to get you elected, fuck that. Now, now, now that is not... That is not her whole bit. Okay? okay, she is thinking about the entire picture here, like not only for Ziva, but also for Hib. 
Like, Abadar is huge. Even if the Republic has this tech that sets them, like, it stacks it in their favor, but it also makes it more challenging. Like, so they're constantly going to be, you know, butting heads with Abadar Corps. Not necessarily. I disagree. Do you trust Bantrids with nuclear energy? That's the question, too. Fuck no. Uh, Well, in that case, let's just destroy the shit and be done. (laughs) Uh, That was a loaded fucking question (laughs) out the gate. It, all right, Shayo, so, coming I, in and GM in here. Okay, like so there's no I, reason not like wholesale judging the Bantred race on whether or not they're responsible with weapons that we got for them is not fair. Like, I, I'm a fan of Heath's. Like, I would love to have a meet meet up. You know, because they are the two largest factions on the planet. This is huge implication. I mean. That that makes the most sense. Yeah, if we can appease both of them and foster a community between them where they mm-hmm. work together because they have a, a reason to do so, that seems like the best possible option. Yeah. And it seems to me like the Bantrid from Hib that have aligned themselves with Abadar have done so in a play to try and have some type of influence. If the Republic is given this information or given given uh, access to this tech, which is rightfully theirs, which is rightfully the, rightfully the Bantrids, not specifically. It's, it's, the it's not. It's not. It's Civ tech, and it's where they were smuggled to from. But I'm, I'm just I mean, saying, like, as far as like who can work it, what they can do, all of that jazz. Like, this is Civ tech. I wanted to clarify there. It's mm-hmm. not banter tech. I didn't well, say it was banter because tech. Because there's a whole other fucking faction. I'm saying it's that. the closest so, they have to a homeworld. All right. So I think I think at this point you have to just go face Uso and see what you can set up. I, I, I'm getting the, correct me if I'm wrong, but just taking, taking it all in. What I'm getting here is that the ideal situation is for Uso to like tap into Uso's like bantred self and, and his love for Hib and what he wants to do with Hib and kind of taking in both the information and the tech and realizing that bantreds should bind together. Yeah. You know, and that they could work with Abadar Corp, but that the bantreds are the ones in charge of their own yeah. government. Destiny. Own, yeah. That's yeah. great. Well, and, and so I just wanted to say, and I don't mean to derail us too much more, but like the thing that, kind of we in this situation have going for us is uh with the abadar corp hib is that they are not as adam said abadar corp itself right mm-hmm. abadar corp has interests or whatever but the the uh banters that have allied with abadar corp hib are doing are hib are doing it for good reasons like for the yeah. reasons of of prosperity for their people so we have no reason to assume we would go in uh, a meeting where they're coming coming in from bad faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, they want to help their people, and if that involves, if that requires working with a, a democratic side of their people, like, I, those two things aren't uh, from the onset destined to butt heads. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just, if you piss one of them off, they could butt heads. But, like, in this situation... If, the, if they have a reason to work together, there's no reason they should be opposed to doing so. So is there a way, as we head out, 
to seal the door so that nobody to can lock get them in. out. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Uh, I mean, yes, holy port of that bitch. Or we got like, any of that electrostatic <laughs> tape? I mean, yes, but it, like it's nothing permanent, right? You no, know, like, but I just don't want like. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I hear I don't you. Make but it like, easy for him. <laughs> But we like, walk out the door, and I just uh, use the the ionic tape or whatever, yes. the ion yeah. tape and zip stick, and just block it all That's the way up. That's what I was up. thinking of. Yeah, yep, yeah. there it yeah. is. I'm so, joking, but like, yeah, no, yeah. So you can close the door, but whatever. I mean, you have a whole excavation team there, funded by Abadar Corps. It's, it's not going to hold them back too much, you know, um, because you don't have it's not any force fields or yeah, yeah. anything. Well, like and that. I don't. I mean, I, I don't think the putting forth the notion that we're holding this shit ransom is the right move. Like, let's no, see it, if we can get a meeting and that's, yeah, that's let's how it's going to Let's go. just go and talk to Uso, right? You guys have been deliberating now for 30 minutes and it's good stuff. I, I mean, I, I, it's good, but I, I think that the only way forward at this point is to talk to the person that you have to talk to yeah. and then see see what their response is going to be. So, you, you know, you make your way out of the world, see back through that long maze of cryogenic chambers and, and with, with, and our, with our locker, with our with locker. The locker, Mike, right? <laughs> Mike's got the locker. Yes, the locker has been got. <laughs> and you go up the long elevator ride, all the way up, probably having some of this conversation as mm-hmm. you're making your way through here. Yeah, and and you arrive, and Uso is just rolling around in circles in front of the elevator, just like. And, and Uso or he rolls looks, his eyes. Looks really tired, as if they have not left this space since you guys went down there. Um, but when they say when they see you, it's like, "Oh, hello! It's so good to see you. I was worried about you, but here you all are." Hello, my friend. <laughs> it's nice to see you as well. I've recently died. <laughs> oh my goodness, that sounds scary. But you're here now. Um, we must we must talk, but you must be parched and, and hungry and and well I certainly wouldn't want to have a conversation such as this on empty stomachs or noses or rolly balls, whatever your anatomy is. <laughs> um and, yeah, and so uh, Uso takes you to the Flintstones car and uh, uh, rolls you back to kind of the central, um, you know, conference area. And, you know, basically... Takes us back to bedrock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask what you found. Like, uh, you were down there for so long. What did you find? Is our history glorious or is it tragic? Is there technology? What can we do? So, <laughs> we would like to set up a meeting with yourself and any other Abadar Corp Hib representatives that you would like to have available, as well as representatives from the Republic. What was found in the World Seed is... It is something that should be shared with multiple parties. To ensure that there is a fair and balanced opportunity for all bantrids. But what of the 
unbroken circle in the church's sleep. I am worried about what information we just share with them now without having any clue of what it is. I am open, of course, to diplomacy. It is all that I want for Bantreds. But there are bad faith actors out there that I do not trust. That is why we asked for only representative from the Republic. Yeah, fuck the weirdo death cults. Uh, not so much in that words, a little bit more Can't pragmatically. Can't just tell me a little bit? I've been rolling in circles for a long, long time. Just want to know a little. Look, mate, this is we'll tell quite, you everything. quite too important for you to get impatient about this. we got to do it the right way. I mean, Ziva will do diplomacy, whatever she needs to, to, like, try and talk him down. Like, you are so invested in the future of Bantrids, in the future of Hib. We are too now. We want to make sure that the information that we share goes to Bantrids. Let us, let us help you do that. Let us be fair about this. Call the meeting. I will. I will do this. Uh, give me two hours and we shall discuss your findings. I would ask that Esafina not and Tum from the uh, what's the other one? The Republic of Hib shall be there and I would ask that you, Ziva, are the representative of Absalom Station in this council. I will do my utmost. Okay. Yeah. So roll me a diplomacy check. This is and this is gonna be for how the meeting goes. Like, this is a diplomacy check for the meeting. This one roll is how the entire thing goes. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, So, I am going to use an inspiration on this Mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm, Thank mm -hmm. you. Can anybody aid? Yeah, of course. Diplomacy? You can all attempt to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I just need to roll. I've got a plus six. I've got a plus six. Give me me a go. Uh, Okay. 13. I am one short. I do not aid. Okay, so one eight. Uh-huh. Two eight. <laughs> I, every level, have been taking three points and putting them in the stuff that matters the most and adding a new skill every level that I have one rank in so I can auto aid on it. And I fucking added diplomacy. So Yay. you get an auto aid from Mike <laughs> for his singing. Nice, nice. Yes, I love it. Okay, so that's three aids. I'm sure Kuiper... Um, Auto aids as well. Yes, I do not well, actually auto aid. I rolled. Oh. Okay, so um, with a, so I did my inspiration. It's just for two now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then and aids are two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I can do this. I can do this. That's eight plus forty six. 
is that many. 54? It's that's 54. With extra, that's with your extra D6? Yes. Okay, 54, yeah. All right. All right, so what do you tell... Do you have the group assembled, okay? There's a representative there from Republic of Hib. There is Uso there representing the Bantrids of Abadar Corp Hib. There is Esafina Not representing Abadar Corp specifically. You there representing Absalom Station. And uh, a couple other Bantrids, though none of them are from the two cults, okay? Or the terrorists and the cults. Yeah. Um, and Uso announces the meeting and says that this is the formation of a trust referred to as the unending cycle. Um, what do you tell them? Like, you don't have to do it in character, just what information do you tell this entire trust? So, first and foremost, we would share the history. Mm-hmm. All of the information, all of... I mean, everything that we found would go to the entire room. Um... And what I would love to do is to, I mean, we would have talked about this beforehand. Would we send out like a statement to the rest of HIB or to the Pact World? No, right now you're telling them, and then as a trust, the council is going to decide what to do with the information at this point because that's the path that you took. So I just need to know what you're telling the council. Everything. Including the technology. Yes. Okay. So, as you talk about the history, um, these dark secrets of their past um, weigh heavily on the table. And Uso, once, once you're done explaining it, is quiet for a moment and then says to you that they can never truly express how thankful that they are to you for putting your lives on the line to bring these important discoveries about their origins to the Bantrids. However tragic and dark they may be they feel like they understand their place or their not their place but their their history yeah their history and how they got here yeah you know and that they also understand and like really in, internalize the pride and bravery of the bantrids that caused the were made it a them able to be here because it was Bantrids who sent the world seat up and it was the the two Bantrids that held kept the the um, life support going and created a code that would keep it going in perpetuity you know like they as as awful as being an enslaved race by of the Ziv of the Civ the the final moments of their history is mm-hmm. them being heroic and standing up against them and they they take a lot of pride in that and and they have this identity starting to form about being resilient and resourceful um and the majority of hibs citizenry share will share that similar sentiment uh, as a gesture of gratitude Uso presents you with a collection of items produced by various Bantrid-operated businesses across HIB. Includes an axiomatic weapon fusion seal, 20th level, a suit of bespoke echelon fashion armor, and an assortment of fine art pieces and luxurious textiles worth 8,000 credits. 
And I'm adding that to the list Thank too. We'll you, do sir. With yeah, Thank we you, have sir. a mountain of loot yeah. to sort out yeah. before Ooh, next this episode. Is the most loot we've ever gotten. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, right, so that's the the history well, yeah, aspect. Let me, yeah, let me just write this down real okay. quick, and then we'll get to the to the tech. All right. Uh, now, regarding the technology, they decide that the trust will oversee the study of the quantum power core. Nice. Uh, as well as the stasis pods and any other technology derived from the complex uh, within the World Seeds Hull. While Abadar, excuse me, while Abadar Corp obviously stands to earn tremendous amounts of profits from this arrangement, the trust has been built in such a way that most of the proceeds will go to improve Hibs infrastructure and enhance its galactic economic presence. Um, the ramifications of this arrangement could eventually have far-reaching effects within the Pact Worlds, possibly even securing a seat on the Pact Council for Hib and its residents. And Uso, in fact, starts a lobbying process with you to, if you were to ever find a seat on the Pact Council, to be, like, helping them, yeah. you know, yeah. get that seat. Speaking that would be one, of, them one them. of their platforms, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my platforms. And so, you guys, after this, you guys are, are looked at as heroes in Star Wars as after you come out of this and, like, as you're spending, like, a little time just kind of getting yourselves together before you fly back to Absalom. The, the Bantrids of Hib and all the residents of Hibs, for the most part, are just so enamored and thankful to you for giving them an identity and economic footing. Mm-hmm. Um. And so the APA gets in the Epic Tracer and heads back to Absalom Station. And that's where we're going to leave the APA for this episode. Now, I, there's a couple things that I still want to go over. Um, just some kind of fallout. Now, the next time we see the APA, it'll probably be a month later. I want to go ahead and get that out of the way. Oh. Uh, well, that's news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, so the situation is that you also know that the Ark Prime has been contacted, but you have no way of knowing when, where, if it will show up. So there's just this like Ark. sense of like potential doom weighing on you guys, but mm-hmm. with no ability to do anything about it. Um, and so I imagine that you guys go to Absalom Station, uh, APA certainly to start. Pr- getting themselves ready and and Ziva to start doing whatever political stuff that she needs to do to do whatever preparations they can or just get the right people to know that. Mm-hmm. I will say within that month, all this kind of gets out on him. And unfortunately, a small minority of Bantrids disagree with the decision to utilize any of the World Seeds technology believing that this forbidden knowledge will one day harm their people. I mean, hell, it might, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't please everybody. Might harm us yeah. all. We might yeah. have ended the whole world. We and, might have goofed. Yeah, and they and there's a growing but small, like, I would say, Kuiper, you're probably one who's got the ear to the ground on this more than, more than anybody, just with your kind of underground contacts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That there are cells growing up in Bantrid that feels like accessing the world seed 
basically that the Ark Prime is coming because of what y'all did, and it becomes this kind of like doom cult that you know the end is coming. Didn't it, we already know. have one of those? Well, yeah. They, so that those. Yeah, but they, what about second doom cult? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the doom the, cult part. That, that doom cult feels vindicated and yeah. is becoming more active. You know, and maybe a little bit more rowdy. I, you can't win with them. No, like they, no. no matter what we did, the Doom Cult would be a prop. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, uh, let that's that always off the case. My back, you know, that's the mm-hmm. case in the real world. So, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is my United Pack Worlds of whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say that by kind of explaining the basics of the quantum. The uh, core that you figured out, you're also going to get a little bit of money from that. 240,000 credits worth, actually. Ooh. Hey, that's enough for, like, two sets of armor. Yeah. I mean, like, middling level armor. Um, (laughs) 13. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, the last thing that I want to do on this episode, and to kind of close out book one proper before we go to 200 is I want us to see the outer rims of the packed worlds. The farthest reaches before it becomes near space or the vast. And a rip opens up in the black space. And coming out of that gap, you see the small nose of some ship. But then it gets bigger and bigger bigger and you realize that that's just the forward ship of like a drone leading in this most massive destructive destroyer ship the Ark Prime has entered the packed worlds and we will see you for book two oh man book two Sure, that's, they're just looking for directions to elsewhere. It's going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> they, yeah. they just they just took the wrong turn. They're trying yep. to go to the Atlantic. I love I love book one ends with the opening of Spaceballs. It's just like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that <laughs> shit that just <laughs> keeps going forever. Yeah, you know? keeps going. Yeah. I get that reference. <laughs> well, you're a movie buff.